I'm milling about with Tom Everett Scott, and Tom is starring in the film I Hate Kids. Hi, Tom. Hello. How are you? Nice to see you again. Again. I love the way you're dressed today, too. You look very... I have to take a photo of you because you look so dapper. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, well, well. <laughs> 2019. Woo! So any New Year's stuff, resolutions, or you don't believe in that? I mean, I have had certain resolutions and goals in the beginnings of years, and I don't know what my track record is on whether I keep up, uh, you know, keep them. But uh, this year, I didn't really have one. I don't know. I can't get behind that. I mean, I've always had these certain like ways of getting into shape for a project. So you know, get a trainer, do the diet thing, uh, just eat healthy. It I can do it if I if I put my mind to it. I'm pretty good at it. So, but you're a movie star, so you have you get like preferential treatment if you've got to lose weight. You've got the goods. Yeah, exactly. Like this happens a lot. So, uh, recently on my show, I'm sorry, that's on True TV, uh, season two, which just premiered on the ninth this past Wednesday, uh, the the episode starts with me wearing a tank top, and then my wife kind of you know gives me a hard time for wearing a tank top. And when I read that script, I said, "Oh, I got to get into tank top shape." So I hit the gym. I had to get the guns out, you know? And then, and, and you actually say to your trainer, get me into tank top shape. I actually did. No lie, said that to my trainer. And she said, I know exactly what exercises we're going to do. I love that she's a she. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's fantastic. She's uh, comes from sports medicine and uh, she works with athletes, which I am definitely not one. But uh, she, nonetheless, she she got me into tank top shape. Well, you look good. So talk about I Hate Kids. I just saw uh, Mike Birbiglia's hysterical show, the new one on I Broadway. Just I just saw it. I saw it last week. Isn't, Perfect. Isn't it wonderful? <gasps> Did you relate? <laughs> oh my God. I, 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 no, because when me and my wife, who met in college and started dating right after college, and then, you know, we got married, I think uh, I was 27 years old when I got married to my wife, and then we, you know, 30 when we had our first kid. We were ready to go. I, I think I was the one being like, whenever, you know, when you're ready, I'm ready. I just want you to know that I'm ready because I really wanted to have kids. So, and his whole story is he's reluctant. And his seven reasons, he's got like 20 reasons in his first reason. Good God, it's so funny. How funny is that show? Now, you've done theater before, so when you watch... I did a Broadway show on that stage. I've only done one Broadway show, and it was in that stage, the Court Theater. Which one? It was called The Little Dog Laughed by Douglas Carter Bean, starring Julie White, who won the Oscar, uh, the Tony. She won the Tony for that. Uh, the play was nominated. Uh, the rest of the cast was me, Johnny Galecki, and Ari Grainer. And Zoe Lister-Jones. Great. What year was that? I think I remember seeing it. It was right after you and I met. Uh, it was 2006 to 2007. Well, maybe we talked about that, too. It could have been like a combo. It could have been because I believe Saved, the TNT show that I did at that time about the paramedic, had just started airing right before I did the play. Cool. Yeah. Any, uh, any fun stories about uh, things gone wrong on the stage? Oh, my goodness. Well, in that play in particular, another project I had to get in really good shape for, I did get a trainer for that one because I had to be naked on stage. Johnny Galecki and I had to be naked together and make out. And, uh, you know, I had to kiss a boy. And um, You did more preparation for that. Yes, I did. I did. You know, and then I was, you know, uh, nervous at this one point in the play where he and I undress and we're about to have 
sex, but Julie White walks in and interrupts it. And then we quickly cover ourselves because we're trying to keep our relationship a secret. And so Julie White would always say, just how badly do you guys want me to make this cue on time? You know, we're like, well, we do because we don't actually want to have to have sex on stage. So (laughs) she's like, all right, be nice to me. So she would like elongate if she, if she wanted to be mean. She always made her cue on time. She never made it uncomfortable for us. Um, but that, that, was, that was a wonderful show to work on. And this, the script was incredible. Douglas is such an amazing writer. Um, Scott Ellis directed it. He's incredible. Uh, it was just, for me, it was a dream come true. I'd always wanted to do Broadway. Back. Will you come back to us? I would love to. I really want to. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't pay very well but i think at times money doesn't matter and this might be one of those times uh you know certainly going to be talking to my agents about it now that i'm on a show that's successful uh that does kind of afford me some time in between seasons to uh to do something like stage yeah absolutely i think that's that's like the trifecta for an actor is they can do that yes films tv theater I, i love all three um i feel like acting makes me happy that's my mantra and it may be corny, but it's true. And so uh, so acting, uh, acting on stage is certainly a big component. Well, Tom, here's something that I discovered um, that was sort of like serendipitous. You played a character who was adopted in Grace Under Fire. And here you are doing sort of like the other side of the coin in I Hate Kids. You know what? I, I thought about that. So my character, Matthew, was uh, the baby that Brett Butler's character gave up for adoption. And they brought me in, I think it was at either at the end of season one or season two of her show. It was very popular at the time. I remember uh, Grace Under Fire was doing very well. And um, I was just starting out as an actor here in New York, and I booked that role. Um, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought... Uh, when I got this role, you know, there was a similarity there, you know, just to like find your parent, you know, uh, of course, this time, though, I was on the other side of that, um, certainly approached this role as a challenge because I don't hate kids and I love kids. I love my kids in particular. Um, two. I have two. I have a daughter who's 18 and a son who's 14. Um, and, you know, they're great. They're the best people I know. So uh, so this guy is does, doesn't know how good it can be. He just assumes that he's never going to want kids. And that's the place he's in. He's a comedy, uh, he's a comedic writer. Uh, he's a novelist. He's a novelist who writes these kinds of books like called I Hate Kids, which is supposed to be tongue-in-cheek. Right. Right? So, and then he meets his uh, love of his life after being a playboy for years. He's, you know, um, he's had his fun and now he's ready to settle down and they both agree they don't want to have kids. But along comes this legitimate child and he feels some responsibility to get this kid to to find his you know help this kid find his mom and over the course of this road movie he he feels a responsibility and a connection mm. to to this guy wonderfully played by julian fetter uh who's just such a great young actor um he's just really funny he doesn't need to do or say anything he just has this great look but he's also just a really sweet guy uh, you know, we often ask this of, of women when they become mothers, like, does their attitude totally change to, you know, taking on roles? He's smiling. So what about you? Um, you know, do, 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 did I feel like something come over me when I had kids? Is yeah. That, yeah, of course. I mean, I couldn't believe how much love I felt for, for my daughter when she was born and my son. But, you know, my daughter being the first one, uh, it, it was it was amazing that I could... Love someone that much, and then the next day love her even more. And I thought that there's 
how much more can my heart take, you know? And and it just it just happens, just more and more and more. It just keeps expanding, it doesn't change. Something my mom used to say to me all the time that I say to my kids now. It's like I I love you, I love you so much. You know, it's not going to change. I'm not going to stop being your dad. You know, she used to say, I'm not going to stop being your mom. Uh, you know, it's it's a wonderful thing to be able to have have kids and have a great relationship with them. Does it change the way you choose roles? Like, I've always seen you play the good guy. Would you like to sink your teeth into a serial killer or something like that? I mean, I have done other material, you know, while I've had kids, you know, I've done stuff that they definitely shouldn't see, you know, knowing that. Uh, it, that's why it's, it, it's always what, nice. what, for instance? I mean, I've done like... Um, Movies where I played like bad guys or been in stuff that had just, you know, the material was like not appropriate for kids. Uh, You know, just so many different things. That's why it's so nice to be able to do a movie that is good for kids. So doing Diary of a Wimpy Kid was great because my son and I had read all those books together. Or, you know, doing, um, you know, a voiceover for like uh, Batman Brave and the Bold, you know, then my son could see that and and hear me play Booster Gold, you know, or um, Race to Witch Mountain was great for my kids, you know, to see. And they love to come and visit me on set. And then as they get older, they also, they're so good at traveling, they'll come with me to, like, if I film something in New Orleans or in Toronto or Atlanta, you know, they we, we get to travel and see these different cities. And they know their way around a set. They know where the craft service table is and all the snacks. They're also... It's all about the craft service table. Let's get real. It is, it is. They're like, where is that? All right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and they're also like good to go if they want to like hang and do something else while I work, they'll go and explore a city cause then, you know, they're older now. Mm. So would, would you take on a serial killer? Uh, sure. I would love to place, you know, like a challenging role that I could sink my teeth into. Yes. Back to your original question. <laughs> yes. I would love that. I mean, I, I love a challenge. I love seeing, you know, how far I could take something. Because I'm watching, I don't know if you've seen you, it's on uh, Netflix right now and you could play this role. Penn Badgley is doing it brilliantly, but you could play it. Oh, that's interesting. Penn Badgley played me, young me, in something called Do Over. It was a very short-lived series. See, I should have been in casting. (laughs) (laughs) I tell myself that all the time. (laughs) There you go. Yes, you should. So when you 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 say your kids come with you a lot on set, did they come to La La Land? Were they on set? My uh, daughter came with me to like my wardrobe fitting into one of the rehearsals, and uh, but they didn't know they didn't. We I, I think the nightclub stuff was shut down in Long Beach, which was, was kind of far, and it was like an all night. It was like a night shoot. Um, I think a couple of my scenes were, were night shoots, and it's just you know my kids are in school. I can't really like drag them out all night. Um, but that was also in Los Angeles. It wasn't really like some destination where we could go explore. Uh, but that was fun, and I was glad that that I that they could see that movie, you know, and they got to meet Emma and, and Ryan, which was a big deal for them. Was your daughter crushing out on Ryan? Was she one of those that couldn't wait to meet him? She is a normal, red-blooded girl <laughs> who likes Ryan Gosling. Yes, it's a lot of normal, red-blooded women who like Ryan Gosling too. But anyway, right? I like Ryan Gosling, and I'm a red-blooded boy. Uh, what's not to like? He's just a good dude. Oh, I know. He really is. What uh, What are you working on now? So we just finished season two of I'm Sorry, which premieres on True uh, on Wednesday nights. Um, and got this movie out. I did another movie with Alicia Silverstone called Pleasure of Your Presence, although the title, I don't know if that'll be the, 
you know, uh, the title when it comes out. But that that I worked on in the fall, um, 13 Reasons Why. Um, yeah. So there's, you know, there's some stuff out there. I'm staying busy. Tell me about the uh, Alicia Silverstone. I, do, have you seen Clueless the musical no, off Broadway? Another good one while you're in town. Okay. All right. I'll try to check it out. Um, yeah. No, she uh, she got involved in this project with um, uh, a writer who, you know, she really loves, uh, someone new, someone just starting out, and she um, wanted me to come in and, and play her husband on this, and it's a really great, like, wedding weekend movie. And uh, we got to shoot it in the Hamptons. So so I'd never been to the Hamptons before. No. I lived here 10 years. I never went out there. And so it was a great experience. Got to go after the high season, you know, just end of September through through October. It was gorgeous. So you didn't get a chance to surf at Montauk or anything like that? I watched the surfers. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe how big that surf is. It looks like California out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. So did you know Alicia before this? Yes, we did uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid together. So we so we worked together and um, hit it off. Uh, she she, you know, wanted me to play her husband again. So what can I say? I'm a good husband. You play a good husband. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and you've got is the Adventures of Buddy Thunder. That that sounds like a tearjerker. Is that happening? I don't know if that's happening. You know, that's something that popped up and then. Um, I'm waiting to hear. Uh, you know, sometimes these things seem all gung ho, and then they just kind of disappear. So that's one of those. We'll see if it's for real or not. I don't know about you, but any time there's a movie with a dog in there, I'm done. I know. Me too. I love dogs. We've always had dogs, and uh, and it's a good script. So hopefully, we'll we'll get to do it. Okay, we got one more question. Uh oh, I got a good one. Um, you got married around the time that you made the film One True Thing. Is so. What what memories pop up for you from that? Oh well, I have a beautiful antique quilt that was a wedding present from Meryl Streep. No. Yes. And Did she come to the wedding at least? No, 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 no. <laughs> we got married in the middle of that movie, so that movie shot from you know I want to say maybe like September October to 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 like the you know January February or something like that. So during the winter break is when me and my wife went to the Cayman Islands and got married. And uh but but it was just lovely of of Merrill to to do that. Oh, I bet. So is it out for the public to see and do you let people know that this is actually a gift? Oh, <laughs> uh, what the the quilt? I you yeah, I'm telling you and tell everybody, tell your friends. I know, it was just really sweet. Uh yeah, cuz everyone knew, you know, uh that I was going off to get married during the break. They knew I was coming back, a married man. They're surrounding us, so I have to say goodbye. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Always news. Always refreshing. Always candid. Always billing about. Robin Milling delivers what celebrities are saying to you. you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.